0: their powers are assembled, they form the mighty Car Jomez!
1: Hello everyone and welcome to episode 277 of the Car Jomez
0: podcast. I'm Mez and my co-host as always they call me the embodiment of baby new year himself i am joe from the car jomez podcast yeah buddy happy new year how you doing bro i don't fucking know it's just another day
1: (laughs) did you uh did, did you work on new years is that what you did no, I had the day oh, off. Oh, do anything? Did you Did you My, stay up to
0: see the ball drop? Oh, God, no. <laughs> <laughs> what am I? So, am I some kind of fucking Mark? Come on. <laughs> Who the fuck does that shit? Bunch I, of I fucking, was up. I mean, I was bunch up. bunch of losers.
1: I didn't necessarily stay up for it, but I was up, so I turned it on for the last minute. I flipped it over. Like, who,
0: who's like the who's like the Dick Clark now? Like, did they ever replace him? Is it like Carson Daly or someone now?
1: It's Ryan Seacrest is the main guy.
0: Carson Daly, I think, does do
1: one, but Ryan Seacrest is the the Dick Clark rocking New Year's Eve guy. Oh, Seacrest, eh? It makes sense. You know, we don't have I to guess. like it, but it it makes sense. he was going to no, be like, someone, you know?
0: Yeah, I mean, I I if I remember correctly, and I have to check with our our buddy. Uh, Big Anthony cool on this I want to say about 15 years ago him and I went to a taping for like a very Carson Daly New Year and it happened (laughs) like the week before New Year's we had to go to this taping of like an a performance from Avril Lavigne love it and as we went it was like in Rockefeller Center and as we went like when we got there like we had these tickets and passes to get in they're handing out like uh Tinsel wigs and Happy New Year's hats and noisemakers and stuff. And, like, you got, like, this instruction to be like, all right, like, when the cameras go on, you got to act like it's New Year's. (laughs) And then, like, Carson Daly came out. and was like, hey, welcome back to New Year's. And here's Avril Lavigne. And then he just peaced. And that was it. And Avril Lavigne came on and sang, like, two songs. And then she peaced. And then, like, everyone's, like, standing there, like, waiting to see what's next. And it was like, nope, that's it. Go Lights home, on, people. Get out. <laughs> yeah, please disperse.
1: That's funny because uh, Avril Lavigne performed this year at New Year's. Uh, <laughs> so Did I didn't she watch really? it. I didn't watch it myself. She does have a song on the radio out on the. Pop yeah, I don't channel. believe that. She has a new song. I. It's okay. I don't like. It's not memorable. It Doesn't stand out other than, oh yeah, remember. Oh, yeah, she got a song out. And then I forget about it until, you know, a week later I is hear it, it again. Is it now called Skater Man? <laughs> I'm not sure. I'll have to. I'll send you the, uh, the thing <laughs> later. We'll listen to it.
0: <laughs> he was a skater, man. Support me. I hope he can. Is Ryan Seacrest still popular? Like, is he like...
1: Because, like, he was, like, huge. I feel like... He, I know he produces lots of stuff, but
0: as a public figure, right? I feel like... Is he still? Is he still it's, the man? I don't think television matters as much as it used to. It's just the thing, because That's we true we all too. have, you know, and and we say that all the time. When we always talk about like the ratings for different television shows and wrestling, especially, it's just it's it's not a big deal to be on television anymore because uh, people on TikTok are, are just as famous. More famous, bro.
1: Can I tell you, Kellyanne? I don't know what I guess she was scrolling like Facebook or whatever, she came upon a story about this famous TikTok kid in Patchogue, lives in my town over here. He has 2 million followers. He works at Dairy Queen still, so I don't know what's going on there. <laughs> and uh, But what does he like, put up? Like, What are his posts? Exactly, so I'm like, what is he doing? And so he started off dancing, because everyone starts off dancing, but then he started doing uh, sk- uh, skits. He started doing... Just the most cornball shit sounding stuff.
0: And this is my thing. So I have TikTok. You have TikTok. I'm at the Joe Shoes. If you want to follow me, I mean, is it even worth it to follow me? No, don't me there? follow me because like, I'm, I'm, really I'm, I'm not, not doing any. I'm not doing that. shit. Like It's terrible. Uh, but I'm the just... thing is, so they have this page. When you open up the app, it goes directly not to the people you follow, But for the things that are suggested, it's called for you. So if you're not if you're our age and just like do not care about TikTok, but so it's the for you page. And for whatever reason, (laughs) I do because I only follow like literally like six people on TikTok. TikTok don't know you yet, bro. (laughs) And they are literally, like, people I genuinely know in real life. I don't even follow anyone, like, that I think is, like, a very attractive female that I would do on Instagram or something. You know what I mean? Sure. But for whatever reason, TikTok has taken all the information they have on me, and all they suggest to me are these people doing, like, fuck Joe Biden, like, 30-second skits. And I do not know why (laughs) that Uh -uh. would come up. Joe's secret MAGA. (laughs) And I'm just I'm just so confused as to what they have on me that would make them think this. Uh, so like
1: on Facebook, when I'm scrolling Facebook, they put up TikToks sometimes, like on the thing or uh-huh, Instagram uh-huh. things, right? So yes. sometimes I'll look to see like what they're suggesting to me and it's just like, Why do I wanna see? I don't even understand. The some of these dances that they do, I'm like, but why are we dancing? I just, I don't get it. I feel like this is my first old man moment because I feel I try to stay up on what's, you know, I still listen I to stuff. I have never felt so behind
0: on something, like, no. so TikTok, oblivious to why something is popular as I do on TikTok. Yeah. Because I, I do. You know, I see these things where, like, like, they a lot of these posts where it's like a, an attractive woman. I okay. I just saw one today. I had to clear my because I hate seeing notifications on my phone, so sure. I don't necessarily want to go into TikTok. But every now and then, it'll just put like a two in the notification on the app, and I have the to go. I, I'm like, that's exactly it. I'm like, you son of a bitch. So I, I open it up, and it's this, you know, attractive mom, and she's like walking on the beach in a bikini, but she's just talking about having um a daughter is like having a broke a broke best friend and it's just like, Oh, can we go get something to eat? Oh, can we go to target? Oh, can we get my nails done? And it's, and that's like the whole point of the TikTok. Yeah. And I was just like, I don't understand. And she's got like 320,000 likes on it. And I'm like, who are these people? Who are the people that sit there and, and actually think about it and go, you know what? I'm double tapping the fuck out of this.
1: Like I get like some of the shit that Shiloh watches on YouTube it's stupid, but it's like silly people doing silly shit. So, like, I get why people would enjoy that TikTok, 100%. I don't, we grew I up I on Bob it.
0: Saget and America's Funniest Home Videos. Those weren't fucking yeah. funny. But we yeah. we thought it was.
1: Yes. Yeah. So, like, Shiloh's watching prank videos and people doing crazy food challenges. I get it. That's what we do. I get it. TikTok, bro, you're, you're playing a clip and you're mouthing the words or you're doing a dance and pointing at words on the screen. Oh, man. Old
0: man yells at cloud, bro. It's a our moment here. I, I, I really don't get it. I don't get it. I don't think I'm ever going to get it, which is which is a horrible thing to think about because I am the godfather of getting it. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> oh, the godfather of getting it. I am. And, and when you think about this, that there is a possibility that I have now reached a point in my life where there is something I just do not understand. Like that is a precarious situation that we have found ourselves in the back nine of life, bro. That's where we're at here. Uh, <laughs> but Gomez, happy new year. Another wonderful opportunity to expand upon the profile of this very podcast. So thank you everyone for listening and subscribing. Please remember to follow us on all the social media at car. Jomez subscribe, like share it with your friends, get all that in and Gomez listening close, listening close. Do you hear this? Yes, oh, what's that? Ah, Mm. That Gomez is a nice piping hot cup of Javi coffee. Javi coffee is a microdose coffee concentrate that you add into your favorite beverage and you come up with anything you want hot coffee, ice brew, you make it yourself, but it is in. It is coffee concentrate made from 100% Arabica beans, and I have teamed up with them to give you a deal. If you're interested in trying out Javi Coffee, head over to their website, JaviCoffee.com, and use discount code Shoes at checkout to get a little bit of your money off.
1: Awesome, that sounds good. I'm gonna have to. Uh... Give that a shot there. All right.
0: Yeah, I got a uh, taste test video up on YouTube right now. YouTube.com slash Joe Shoes. Go check that out. If it's something you're interested in, I would appreciate. I would appreciate you trying it out and using my discount code because this is the first time I've ever gotten this kind of sponsorship affiliate deal. And listen, I work hard. I put in that time. So I appreciate if you help me out with that. What's that code one more time? JaviCoffee.com Use discount code SHOES Mm, You did a review video You said, did you do any other videos Since we've last spoken, Joe? Since we've last spoken, Gomez The Javi Coffee video has gone up As well as a new little snack I found just walking around the supermarket I had to make a detour Because they had a pallet in the aisle I normally walk down (laughs) Thank God Yeah, pretty much You know, uh, it's happenstance. I come upon cinnamon toast crunch-flavored popcorn. I saw that. Were you at the Walmart? I was at, the, yes, the Walmart.
1: I saw that at the Walmart, and they also have uh, like a Cocoa Puffs one or something like that. And that, that. that video that?
0: will be up by the time we talk next week. Awesome. Love it. Yes. Okay, cool.
1: I, I'm interested because I saw it, and I went, ooh, I want to get it, but mm, I, took, I passed on it. But now... God bless you, well, Joe. You're doing the Lord's work.
0: And, and here's the thing. Normally, I would look at that and say, oh, you know what? That's I would like to try that, but I don't really need it, and I'd pass. But now, I got to make sure I have stuff to talk about on YouTube. So now it gives me the excuse where it's like, I don't have to pass up shit anymore.
1: Man, you are just... God bless you, Joe.
0: <laughs> what, like, right? What a time to be alive. It's oh. like It's almost like... You know, because I'm not married, but if I had to justify it to my wife, I'd be like, listen, you know, I'm in the fucking YouTube business. 100%. I gotta make... Oh, for a video. Right, hun? Right, hon? I'm gonna buy one of those, like, Lexi Luna fucking real doll things or something. You know, that way I just feel like I'm, you know, making excuses for this popcorn being in the house.
1: Laws in the real girl over here. <laughs>
0: listen, so... That's perfect,
1: but I would think your wife would love you and support you and go, babe. Look what I found for you. Let's make a video with this. Come on, bro. That's that's love. She got you. you I'm not sharing did,
0: fucking though. screen time with. Well, I didn't say, I didn't
1: say that. <laughs> you Can't said work, let's she-
0: make a video <laughs> as if as if multiple people were going to be involved in this video, and and, and listen, I'll, I'll be I'll be 100 honest. The reason my significant other would never be in a video with me, and it is all me and it is all me, um, my ego will not be able to take how much more over they would get than me. I wouldn't be able to handle that. So oh, under God. no circumstance would I allow that to happen.
1: I love it. So funny. Oh, man. <laughs> well, I'm going to call for you.
0: <laughs> you know, Gomez, it sounds like your throat could use a little hot Javi coffee. To uh, make it feel a little bit better Use code Shoes at checkout for a discount I'll definitely place an ad For now I'm having some
1: tea I'm uh, I'm recovering from the, the COVID, Joe Oh, and this is what? Your 11th time with COVID now? No, it's only number two I had it when it first started I was one of those patient zero lucky people Back in March 2020 that uh, got Yes, if,
0: I, if if longtime listeners will remember That Gomez wasn't even allowed to get tested at the beginning of the pandemic because they just said (laughs) they just said you already have sick people in your house. We're just going to assume you have it, too.
1: Yes, it was the truth. My brother went to get a test and they said, what's going on in the house? Yeah, you probably got it. So he eventually did have to get the test because of work, you know, needed it. And he was also positive. So I I have never been tested for covid. Um, I was not waiting on these lines. I don't know where everyone lives who is listening to the podcast, but over here in Suffolk County, New York, the lines at the City MD Urgent Cares are out of control. I'm talking 6 o'clock in the morning. There are people lining up with chairs and umbrellas if it's raining just to get this COVID test. So I don't need to get a COVID test because it don't matter to me. Either way,
0: I got to stay home and do what I got to do. I'm still trying to get a booster shot. Every time I try to make an appointment, the closest one I can get is two weeks away. It's crazy. You just got to. I thought by this point, the people who wanted them would have gotten them. And everybody else doesn't want even the first shot. So it should be pretty easy for me to get a booster at this point.
1: I think just, but with everything going on, it's just uh, making everything crazy. Because I hear these urgent cares, like I could go there with a broken arm and they're like, Nah, bro, we can't take you. Even though all we're doing is COVID tests, all we're doing is COVID tests right now. So you have to wait on that line, too.
0: That's well, pretty if you were
1: smart, I would, I would not break my arm if that's the case. <laughs> you know what's going on out there. Don't be doing nothing reckless. Come on. <laughs> so, yeah, so, uh, you know, I got all the symptoms. I just couldn't breathe for a couple of days. A lot of stuffy nose. But
0: uh, I'm okay now, everyone's okay now and uh... I mean, it's just one of those things where This is the kind of thing I don't mind sharing the spotlight with Because I know that, like, I'm not worried about you overtaking me in popularity
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Jeff
0: (laughs) But but had something happened, had COVID hit you a little harder And I had to take on the full responsibilities of the show I mean... I would have done it.
1: I would Things have been ready. Things
0: would have kept on trucking, and I, I would hope so. Why? why? This car would have kept on
1: rolling. Yes, why ruin our empire that we built from the ground up, bro? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. So the only good thing was I got to stay home and watch a lot of movies because uh, I couldn't do anything else. So that was Well, good. you were
0: doing your, your yearly movie catch-up, all the stuff that you had missed over the course of the year. How many movies yeah. did you actually get to? So I watched,
1: hold oh, I have it written down here. I watched 264 movies this year. This week? This year, this year. Oh, my God. I thought you just so did this, this while you were sick no. for the past three days. <laughs> so for the year, I watched 264, and in the past week, I've watched about 15 movies. Jesus so. Christ. Oh, I'm watching like three, four a day. You know, we banging out movies here. You know, it's what? What am I doing? I'm quarantined. I'm sick.
0: <laughs> you should be uh, cleaning. You should be go put on your your apron, a little vacuum, maybe a Swiffer mop. We did. We
1: you know we sanitized the house, and now it's time to clean the house because when you when you're sick, things start piling up, and now it's uh, it's pile up day. I still got to take Christmas stuff down.
0: This and that's one of the biggest reasons I hate Christmas. Cause you have to create all this extra work for yourself. Yeah, but I mean, it's nothing crazy. It take about
1: an hour or two. Oh, I fucking freight. hate that.
0: <laughs> I hate that shit. Like when I was a kid and I'd have to go out on the ladder with my dad and he'd be like, here, take this staple gun and hang these lights. Make sure you put this here, but don't put the staple through the actual wire itself. And then I'd get electrocuted. I'd fall off the ladder and he would just fucking laugh at me and he would fucking point and laugh and he wouldn't even help me up. He would just fucking laugh like you think I want to keep doing this every fucking year and then have to go out two weeks later to take it all down. I think that's
1: why we see a lot of people just be leaving them lights on, bro. (laughs) They don't give a fuck.
0: I don't even put them up. I have no desire to even put up a little fucking tree. But why not like a little Charlie Brown tree? Something small. Take you five minutes. Take you five minutes. It's like a good mortgage. I got no interest. Don't you think
1: it'll look good on your videos for December? You got a little Christmas tree with a couple, you know, He-Man decorations and shit like that. Come on. No It'll Who make, gives a shit <laughs> Make the thumbnail pop Like oh look at this Christmas
0: guy He loves Christmas I, It may <laughs> fuck with my lighting I have very Very Precise lighting Oh my goodness So I was
1: home I didn't do anything New Years or anything like that Which is good We had a lot of stuff to watch Like uh Joe Cobra Kai drop, baby Oh my goodness Cobra Kai season four. Season
0: four. And I was up early. I was up real early for it. (laughs) I remember I got a text message from you about eight o'clock that morning saying, Did you finish it yet? (laughs) Yes.
1: I figured I figured once you started, you were burning through. Whoop. That's what I figured. That is accurate. (laughs) I believe it. Listen, a show like this, especially, this show is so quick. They're quick episodes. That you burn through this, you two, three hours. The season's done, and you're like, "Oh, that was fun." So trust me, th- this is a bingeable show. One of these shows, I don't think it matters if if there's a week of discussion for this. I don't. In think all it honesty, would. I would like it to be. I, do because you think it, it would grip? I do you think it's
0: enough to grip everyone like that? Yes, because every episode when they end. I make the same noise at the end of every episode because I, w- once they hit like the credits, I go, oh! <laughs> I love it. So it's perfect. Uh, so, so maybe I'm so wrong. So yeah. Why wouldn't I want to come back next week? Because you because just now wanna... now what happened is I just had all this build up and don't get me wrong. It's if you think of it like sex, and and I will think of this like sex. Cobra Kai is a lot like sex gomez you have a child so i know you've had sex so once. you have the build up and you're working toward it and getting closer and you're like holy shit this is gonna fucking rule this is gonna fucking rule i can't wait to fucking do this again when i'm done but then with cobra kai because it only it's it's in that binge format you fucking come. You come because it finally arrives and you get to watch it. And then it's just like over. And then you just say, oh, fuck, I'm fucking exhausted. I can't do more of this. They, they don't give you the chance <laughs> to go for a second round.
1: Oh, <laughs> the admiral of analogies over here, bro.
0: But like, do you understand what I'm saying? I
1: guess that's why I called you that. There you, you explained it so well.
0: You know, and uh, then, like, you go into your think tank, like, okay, like, what could they do? Because, like, also after sex, you always got to take that piss and, and, and like, think about what you just did. Think of the you shame know, like, you've just done. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, like, when, you, like, you lean forward a little bit and, like, kind of hold up your hand to, like, leverage yourself against the wall over the toilet as you're peeing. And you're just, like, okay, like, we're fucking real, real big boy shit right here. You know, and and you think about what you just done because that now Cobra Kai they've given you this season, and listen, for those who don't know, if you're a new listener, I grew up on the Karate Kid. I love the Karate Kid. I never expected this show to be good. From season one, Gomez was shocked when I told him, like, bro, you gotta watch this. This show is fucking good. It's crazy. The craziest thing. After four seasons, I'm still hooked on this show. I have
1: to say, last year I was a little less. I didn't love it as much last year. I thought it was a little. I was like, all right, there was parts that were great, but overall, I was like, all right, I didn't love the season like I loved one and two. So I was I was looking forward to four, hoping
0: that it it got me back into things here. I'm going to assume if that's the case, it hasn't done that. I know you said you're only about halfway through. Yes. I'm
1: halfway through because uh, all like you said, it's a Netflix show, so all ten episodes dropped. Not everyone has the time of course. Holidays busy, so we'll talk about, you know, the first half this week and next half we'll talk about everything. So I just said I'll just watch the first five and I'll watch it next week. So I can savor this in case I'm loving it. I gotta tell you, Joe, I'm loving it. Cobra Kai is back for me, baby. The addition of Terry Silver is
0: wonderful. Now, and this is the thing. I know Karate Kid 3 is corny as fuck, but I don't care. I love Terry Silver. I love his Quicksilver training methods. I have for years. And when they said they were bringing back Terry Silver, I was fucking on board. Didn't matter. I'm in. Now, it didn't matter. Terry Silver or not, I was going to watch this show. I've fucking been all about it. You know, after season one, I almost joined a fucking dojo. For those of you who don't know, I made this fucking promise to myself that I was gonna join a fucking karate dojo. And then after I thought about it for like an hour, I said, fuck that. I just went on eBay and bought myself a personalized karate trophy. That way I could tell people I did. Now now I almost did the same thing this year again, where I got to the point where I was like, Fuck, I'm gonna join a dojo. Like this is gonna be the year where I'm gonna fucking do it. And obviously I'm not going to do that. But what I will say What I will say Being completely objective I do think This is the weakest season Of Cobra Kai Okay Sure. Now I, I don't think that means It's a bad season Because I still enjoyed myself And I'm still excited to see More of it going forward But I do think this is the weakest Of the seasons to date
1: Oh okay
0: I like hearing that from you
1: Because you're a fanboy But look at that Being a being able to
0: objectively talk about you I love it Joe Mwah, Beautiful there's, there's a lot going on And the thing is There's a I forget what episode it's in But there is a moment Where Amanda LaRusso Daniel LaRusso's wife uh, As he's explaining Terry Silver to her She goes Wait a minute more karate people from your past how much more of these people can there be (laughs) it's great (laughs) you know and and oh or or, like is this the last one at least and daniel's like yes well okay maybe not all maybe (laughs) and it's just like that's obviously a very self self-referential point like is this the last person they can bring back you know like how much further can you take These stories from the past That incorporate them into a new story To move things forward Um, But at the same time There are a lot of things happening With the kids in this season That Listen, I'm into it I like the characters I think they've done a really good job At developing all these kids' uh, personalities And they're, you know Making them individuals As opposed to just Having them kind of blend into each other as just like all background characters For lack of a better term And don't get me wrong There are some who are You know absolutely But like I still know their names I know what makes them them um, sure. I just think that The way this story's going It's you know They they You know you gotta pull some more strings And um, it's be- It's becoming more and more difficult To Kind of depend on the tropes of the past To keep things moving forward into the future
1: Sure I get it. The show is very dramatic. It's so over the top sometimes with how they get to where they need to get to. And uh, I felt that in season three. Season four, like I said, I'm enjoying. You know what I love? I just really love Joey Lawrence. Joey Lawrence. Joey Lawrence, yes. (laughs) (laughs) I just really love. (laughs) I really love Johnny Lawrence. I just think that character is just so good. And the way it's played, the way the guy, it just, I love him. So I love spending time with this man. And I love how they did the same kind of thing with Terry Silva, where he acknowledges how psychotic what he did to Daniel LaRusso was. So I love that. So I'm enjoying I don't take the show seriously. So for me, it's a fun 20-30 minutes of uh, mindless uh, action There's always a karate fight in the episode So it's always fun to see how they do it And, um, you know, I'm excited I'm halfway through So, you know, uh, the dojos are infighting You know, the coaches are going back and forth You know, the usual stuff Um, So I'm looking forward to the tournament Very looking forward to the tournament And see how they wrap things up because Yeah, uh, there were
0: some really great things in the tournament episodes. Good. Uh, and even before, with, like right before as they're gearing up for the tournament, there's some absolutely stupendous. Okay, I'm uh, excited. Like, like I said, I yeah, still enjoyed this season. You still, enjoy you still season. enjoyed it.
1: You still love it. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. You said you are ready to join the dojo again. So,
0: like, yeah, you were ready to go, bro. Be- <laughs> like, don't get me wrong. As soon as I was done, I was like, oh, my God, like I need season five right now. Yes. You know, so I got but you. like I'm, I'm still super into it. So you know, like I just, this was a show, and I, I never in my wildest dreams imagined that this show could have been even remotely good. You know, when they first announced that, hey, we're going to do this Cobra Kai show and it's going to be on YouTube Red. YouTube. Like, that was the I'm, first thing. <laughs> the first two seasons of this show, for, you know, if you don't remember, the first two seasons were on YouTube subscription stream, whatever the fuck it was. It was called Red. But, like, literally nobody had it. And then for the first season to come in as hard as it did. And it. For, I listen. I, and I, I feel like I have to preface this every time now For, the, for how I attacked Ghostbusters And the way they did fan service <laughs> Karate Kid did it the right way It's one of those things where if you know You know But if you don't It doesn't hinder your ability to watch this new show That they're presenting you And even in this season again There are many things that kind of just fly under the radar Where I'm like Holy shit, this is so fucking cool. Like there's a whole conversation that I think you'll be coming up to in probably the next episode between Johnny and Miguel that like references the first two movies. Like it, but you know, obviously they're not making a big deal out of it, but if you if you get it, you think it's fucking wonderful. Gee, so like cool. I've I've had a whole text conversation with our buddy Armando about like these little like deep kind of hidden references. And we were going nuts about them But like if you don't know You're just sitting there Watching these guys Have a funny conversation Okay That's good See
1: That's the way it should be I shouldn't have to It shouldn't bother me One way or the other It should be Too much time It's let's stop Let's stop everything we're doing To get this joke in This inside joke So yeah I love that
0: Yeah so I'm gonna This is gonna be on my list Of uh, one of my favorite shows From 2021 Snuck in there At the very end (laughs)
1: I, understand. I would expect it to be hey it still counts it's 2021 it made you excited in one day more than other things have made you you know that were out for yes months, oh so yeah don't... absolutely so,
0: gomez did you watch another streaming network the debut episode on disney plus the book of boba fett i did i couldn't wait i love me some star wars Now, listen, I think you and I probably agree that the stuff with Star Wars we enjoy the most is the non-Skywalker saga stuff, right?
1: Yeah, Rogue One is fantastic, and uh, we love... Like, uh, I
0: I love the Clone Wars. Yes. But, so, uh, Mandalorian has been great.
1: Yes, and then then they had to shoehorn Skywalker in there. But even that... Was fucking that was fucking incredible. As as long as that's it, you know what I mean. Yes. Now don't make it a a Skywalker story. Yes. Yes. Like okay, we got it. I got it. Boom. Now let's keep going, doing our
0: own thing. Maybe at some point he's got to come back for a episode because they do a Grogu thing again and find whatever. But like, do not make this a Skywalker series now. Um, Yes. But Boba Fett, it's only been one episode. uh, At you know, as of this recording. So what were your initial impressions of Boba Fett? I'm I'm into it.
1: I'm not like, woo, yeah. But I was like, okay. I I like the little flashbacks they're doing, how they're doing flashback, letting you know how we did it. It's hysterical. We got to see what happened inside this monster's stomach. It's uh, pretty great. In the Sarlacc pit, yes. (laughs) Yeah, it's hysterical. But, I mean, that's true. You got to show. I get his armor, helped him get out of there. Perfect. And then uh, we get to see what's going on with the Jawas, so that's cool. And then stuff. So I, you know, I'm into it. Um, the action was okay. Like some of the fights were in great looking, but uh, we'll see what happens there. But you know, I'm on board. I'm ready to go. Ready to see what it gives because I feel like we have no idea what's happening in the thing. Is it going to stay on Tatooine? Is he going to go off and do something? How how long are we going to stay in this time? Are we going to time jump? To get to,
0: you know, uh, f- events in the future or something So we'll see, I don't know I, I'm in the same boat as you I, I You know, this episode I thought was uh, pretty slow um, Enough to keep me interested But I thought more than anything with all the flashbacks They're really just like setting the foundation That way they have a, a kind of a line of demarcation On which to build as we go forward So, like, I see a lot of, for whatever reason I, This has only been one episode but I saw, like, a lot of people saying, oh, this fucking sucks. Like, what What are we even doing here? I'm already done with this show. And I'm going, it's been one episode. Like, number one, it wasn't, like, even hateable. You know what I mean? Like, yes. And number two, like, you're going to give up on a – it's been one episode. But I think because
1: people are spoiled because a lot of series, they like to hit you with a boom in that first episode, you know? But I feel that they know this a Boba Fett show – And so you're going to watch it if you're interested because it's Bubba Fett and he's got this fan base. Like with the Mandalorian, they gave us that boom because, uh, you know, it's like, oh, to hook you into the show. They don't need to do that. I feel they're going to just tell their story the way they want to tell it. And we just got to trust these guys because they've been knocking it out of the park. It's Dave Filoni.
0: And that's exactly it. At this point with Filoni and Favreau... uh, uh, who's the other one? Rodriguez, the guy's doing yeah. the, these fucking Mandalorian shows. Like, yeah. At this point, you don't get, you don't give them the benefit of the doubt? It's like,
1: all right, bro, I got you. You want to tell like, a slow story? We went here, to see right.
0: the fucking Eternals because Marvel has given us so much good shit. Like, I don't know fucking dick about the Eternals, but I'm still going truth. to fucking see it. Yes. And now you're going to tell me, like, you're going to stop watching a Boba Fett show after one episode? Like, what are you fucking nuts? It's just lunatics out there who are just, like, never
1: happy, bro. It's just, it's crazy. I don't know. I don't feel, I feel, especially this is a six-episode show, so, like, you know, things are going to be happening. Don't worry. And it's, like, at that point, six-episode show, it's not even that hard of a commitment. No, it's not. Like, it's, you, you, you got 20 minutes every day. Like, this is a half-hour show. We're, we're good. <laughs> 30 minutes. Come on. So, I look forward to it. It'll be something I watch. I didn't, uh, I watched this alone. Kelly's never really been big into Star Wars, so, uh. I'll be watching first thing in the morning when I get up. I'll uh, turn it on, and uh, I can't wait. Did you uh, watch anything else while you were chilling this
0: week, Joe? Holiday I, weekend. I didn't watch a ton. I didn't watch a ton this week, but one other thing I watched was on HBO Max. And like we said last week, I feel like this would be such a bigger deal if it was on like a different streaming service that people actually had. Yes. Um, but I guess that just shows you how few people have HBO Max. Maybe, I don't know, but I watched the Harry Potter 20th uh, Anniversary Reunion special that they filmed. Yeah, watched that they too. Got... Okay, excellent. Now, for, for the long-time listeners, you know how I feel about this. For the newer listeners, I am a Harry Potter fanatic like I'm a
1: nerd big boy bro. Yeah, like, you are. I am
0: a very very big <laughs> Harry Potter fan. If you've never noticed, I have the Deathly Hallows tattooed on my wrist. I've read each book double digits times each. I've seen each movie multiple times like I am a big like fucking nerd when it comes to Harry Potter. So I like I was almost like shocked that like I wasn't more hyped for this. Like this should have been a very big deal to me, and I was just like, "Oh, it's like just some HBO thing." Like, okay, I'll get to it.
1: Yeah, because I guess like reunion shows, like 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 how many reunion shows off the top of your head are you like? Yeah, I remember that reunion show it was the best. I just well, remember
0: like, like uh, during the pandemic, they gave us like a Parks and Rec reunion. Yes. And I thought that was a lot of fun, but they're then they gave like us an like
1: episode and stuff, right? Like they're doing like something. It's yeah, not just like because like the Friends reunion came out, and you know that was just um kind of bullshitting on the couch and showing clips, like it wasn't. You know, I never even watched that, and I, I used love to love Friends, like, bro. Like yeah, that's crazy I was that a you huge never watched that.
0: Friends fan, and I just like never had the interest. Like once I missed like the original thing where people actually talked about it for that fifteen minutes. I I just never went back, and then I totally forgot it was something that existed until you just brought it up. If it was an episode, would you have watched it, like, ran to watch it? I honestly don't know. Because
1: I feel like I I would have watched that.
0: The thing with Friends is, like, if I catch it, if it's on, like, TBS or something, I'll leave it on because it's, you know, I use the term comfort food. Like, it's just something where I, I can have on for background noise and not need to pay attention and kind of just, 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 don't wanna, yeah, just don't like fade in and out, and about, understand yeah. where I'm at in the story at all times. Um, but it's not a show that really holds up well.
1: I'm sure it doesn't. I'm sure I. That's uh, i watch Friends here and there. Like I like it, but I was never like crazy about Friends. And that's definitely nothing, something that I would ever think to rewatch. I like, give something like Seinfeld. I love. I've never really felt the need to go through and watch every single episode i'll just if it's on when i'm flipping channels i'll watch you know 10 minutes here and there shit like that
0: now you and i have had this conversation multiple times recently because i am not a seinfeld fan i never got seinfeld like it was always like okay but i have never understood why it was renowned to the extent that it was And now that it's on Netflix, I feel like I need to go back and watch it. Am I like, I mean, we're talking about almost, what, 25 years now for Seinfeld? Yeah, the 90s. Probably more, right?
1: It's in the 90s, so it's 25 years about, yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, I'm probably, like, it's probably going to be so, like, I I can imagine it doesn't hold up just because of the, how far technology has come in that time. Um, I, you
1: know, I still laugh when I watch episodes, but it's just, you know, it's all familiar with
0: it. I know the beats, yeah. you know what I mean? So now I got to see if if Seinfeld is a thing that I like. But Harry Potter, getting back to the original point of this conversation, yep. I love Harry Potter. And yes. Gomez, I will say that watching this and watching these, that the fact that they got like all the major players to come back and do this they did and have these conversations and discuss like things about being on the set and and working with Alan Rickman and working um with the uh uh Richard uh the guy who played the original Dumbledore and now his name escapes me no, I don't but remember. but they had uh, uh, Chris Columbus who directed the first two films Alfonso Cuarón they had you know the directors who did the, like it was, like, super cool, and as they shared their stories about, like, feeling that they were part of a family and growing up together and then, like, how good it was to see each other because they don't get to see each other, you know, on, like, this kind of social level sure. anymore because now they're all grown-ups and they, yes. they have families and kids of their own. Like, I found myself tearing the fuck up watching this.
1: It's a very sweet watch. It's very good. Uh, if you love Harry Potter, you will—I can't imagine how you don't love this special— it's just they go through all the movies one by one, talking about certain things, talking about certain characters, certain moments, and uh, it's just wonderful. I, I don't, it's just, it was a, it's like an hour, a little over an hour, something like that. It's just, yeah, it's uh, the It's
0: about an hour and a half, right? Yeah. Or is yes. it two and a half? What?
1: Was it that it, long? It was,
0: it was pretty long. Oh, wow. To, to it, me, it might, if, it might if, be if,
1: two and a half it flew by either way to me I felt like it flew by
0: because it was just like oh it, wow. it definitely went quick because like I like I said I enjoyed the fuck out of it so I, I'm so happy because I had heard
1: it was the thing because I'm in a lot of nerdy groups on Facebook and stuff like that so of course Harry Potter was being talked about and uh I was like yeah you know what let's just let's watch it why not and uh, I'm glad I did because it was it was it was sweet sometimes you did just you have like a niceness. favorite part? My favorite part was learning that uh, Harry Potter, Daniel Radcliffe, was horny for... Uh, for Helena, bo- that was going to be mine. That was <laughs> going to so, be mine.
0: It's the fucking best. <laughs> oh, I was dying. Bro. when When she shows off the autograph that he signed for her when they did the movie years ago, and she still has it, and it's something to the effect of like, Hey HBC Like you're the coolest And I just wish I was 10 years older So I would've had a chance Love it bro Fucking like, Can you imagine Being like 14 And like writing that To fucking Helena Bottom Carter That's just
1: God bless him The chosen The chosen boy I love it <laughs> So good So yeah That was that, definitely The that stand that That was fucking moment.
0: dynamite And then uh, Emma Watson Revealing that she had Like a huge crush On Tom Felton Who played Draco Malfoy Too I I was like Oh that's That's really cute
1: I think they've been Seen together recently I think they might be Shacking up uh, No I don't believe that We'll have to look We'll have to check The, the Google machine here um, Yeah it was great I just I love it and I recommend it to anyone who's a big fan of Harry Potter. I mean, you can't yeah, go and wrong. Yeah, I think
0: with it. one of the things we haven't mentioned, but I think is is worth it for this is they do a lot of the filming for this in a lot of the original set pieces from the first movie. So you see like a grown up Daniel Radcliffe walking through Diagon Alley. Yes, it's and so cool. it is like very surreal and like weird, and you can, I mean, I feel either. Now listen, this is a talented actor, so it's very possible he's just putting on a show.
1: But no, I can't imagine. They grew up I, there. Like that's got to be that's, like that's this special thing.
0: special you, thing. When you're watching it, you get the feeling that he is like mentally back in the space of like a 10-year-old kid. Yes. You know, experiencing so cool. this like in real time and it is like very very cool to see and when they all walk into the great hall do, and, you know, they're, they're, like, having a dance. It looked like they were all, like, going to, like, Harry Potter prom. You know, it looked like the the Wizards' <laughs> Yule Ball.
1: It was good. Good time. But, yeah,
0: I was very, very happy with that.
1: It's on HBO Max. Again, another another week recommending an HBO Max thing. That's great. We hope <laughs> you have HBO Max and you can watch it. But if not, uh, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> all right, Joe. um <clears throat> it's the new year. So it's 2022 But before we could talk about 2022 stuff We gotta We gotta give one final Shout out to 2021 Let's talk about some of our favorite stuff From the year Joe Some of our favorites Could be anything Music Books We'll talk about it all do, Stuff that you Do we love. have special 2021 Remembrance music? So, like, I was thinking that maybe I should have some music or something. You said it, so now I will try to look for something that we could uh. Okay, here it here. is right
0: now. Good for you, 2021. You're over and we're gonna talk about you because we have some lists of moments and movies and memories. Now I am talking to Gomez about you. So good for you 2021 goodbye and get rid of covid and so let us go back to normal living please 2021 (laughs) yeah see we did it look at that
1: (laughs) uh yeah so we always round uh we always start the year by looking back joe um this year was, uh, I don't know, 2022 was a pretty shitty year, and 2020 2022 was a shitty year? Oh, Jesus. I, I mean, it probably is going to be... Because, <laughs> Gomez, you can
0: fuck right out of here if that's the case.
1: <laughs> uh, it's the COVID talking. Uh, 2020 was a shitty year. We all hoped 2021 would be better, and I feel in some ways it was. We got to do some, some more things. We got to enjoy some more stuff, but... At the same time it still
0: still wasn't great. How did you feel about the year, Joe? Very different for me than it is for a lot of people because I'm still considered an essential worker, so I still go to work every day as if it's normal. I go get my groceries, when I get my groceries, my life really hasn't been impacted by these things. You know, and for for by some miracle with all of that having happened, I have yet to get COVID. It's crazy. I'm telling you, it's got to
1: be asymptomatic. That's wild. You live in fucking... COVID
0: and I live town, in Florida. ...U.S.A., like, exactly, yeah, bro.
1: <laughs> Where it's like they encourage you to get it. <laughs> oh, man. So I know, because I know there's a lot of people saying the year sucked, but I'm sure the year was good for other people, too. It doesn't have to suck for everyone. I know you've had some good moments. I've had some good moments in the shit, you know
0: yeah I had a very interesting year i i I did get to travel not as much yes. as I would in a normal year, but the times I did travel were for like really cool things yeah fun like things. they were events they weren't just you know like day trips for the sake of it like it was really cool shit so my my year is kind of top heavy because the good stuff was like very good
1: I get that yeah. My year was a lot of just sitting around doing nothing and then every once in a while I did a little traveling, hung out with some friends. So I do have some good moments. I'm not going to sit here and say the entire year was shit because, no, that's that's not fair to 2021. Do you have f- other
0: friends besides me?
1: Um, I hope so. You live so far away. I have to be able to have some human contact. I got to hug people, bro. What do you think this is? I, I saw you two times this year. Which is a lot. I'm shocked. It is a lot at this rate. <laughs> it is. You live far away. Hopefully, uh, we we still want to get down to Florida for Disney. We're hoping. It's just things keep getting crazy. But we do want to go to Disney this year. So hopefully, we get to see you in your habitat. Maybe. Maybe. <clears throat> You gotta show all the hot spots. You know where all the princesses hang out, Joe. So you gotta show us.
0: Well, the thing is, I don't know if you saw my pictures from Christmas. I got to meet Belle from Beauty and the Beast. Ooh, we like Belle, but it, yeah. But when I say I got to meet her, she was about thirty yards away, and I needed binoculars. <laughs> I did say I did see you say, "Oh, that's the meet and
1: greet," and it was like <laughs> so far. I did see that picture. That's funny.
0: You see, that's not fun. Like that doesn't sound like a good time. no see like and that's like one of my favorite things about theme parks is the character meet and greets and like you they don't exist anymore
1: yeah just the interaction there just you just bump into people it's it's the fun of it
0: you know like like a little kid can't go give mickey mouse a hug anymore which is like wild that is wild because that is like that's the commercial
1: right isn't every commercial got some kid hugging mickey (laughs) like yeah like pretty much so we got a bunch of uh list here that we're gonna go through joe do you have a? Uh, I i feel we should start lower like uh books i didn't read a lot of books as i would have liked to hope to read this year but um since the uh, the pandemic my interest in readings just kind of like you know it takes me a lot to get into a book i feel like i don't have time to really immerse myself like i like to in the world of literature so uh, i didn't do too much reading I mean, I read, what, 30-something
0: books? I mean, that is a lot, right? That's that's a good number. I, I know both you and I are on Goodreads. My goal for the year was 50 books, I believe, and I did not even come close to that.
1: I think I did 38 or something out of 55. I, I
0: want to say I did about 15, but I some of them I don't even know if you can consider real books.
1: It's, it's crazy. So, like... Um... Just off the top of my head, a couple books that I really loved. Stephen King put out two things this year, but uh, Billy Summers. It was not a horror movie. It was not a horror book. This was just like a, uh, a kind of a crime thriller kind of book. So it was it was cool to see, and I enjoyed that a lot. And uh, Quentin Tarantino, he did Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. He wrote a book of it, so he expanded on it, told the story a little differently, and uh, I really dug that. Wish he would do that for some of his other movies To really flesh out some of the characters <clears throat> Yeah
0: like from dusk till dawn right <laughs>
1: That's some good shit And then two I read. I love reading some autobiographies I read Seth Rogen's yearbook That was uh, a good time Obviously I could If you uh, are a fan of Seth Rogen You would love hearing him tell stories Of his uh, childhood and early in the business And Dave Grohl put out a book And it was fantastic Some of the stories he has He tells a story that they filled in um, They filled in for corn At a Ozfest So just one day randomly The Foo Fires are playing Ozfest Right after Pantera And uh, they tell a story of hanging out with Pantera in the back And uh, it's really good Dave Grohl's Storyteller Great book
0: Wow I didn't even know that was a thing It's good you should uh, check it out,
1: definitely. What did you read? You read any, what was the best thing you read, if you had to pick one or two I'll tell things? you what.
0: Um, the things I read, I, I you know, I, I read a lot of sports books. That's my usual, as I, sure. I usually do read an awful lot of sports books. I didn't books. love, love any sports books, I feel, this year. I got to double check. Um, the big thing for me uh, was I decided I wanted to go back and read all the G.I. Joe comics from back in the yes. 80s. That's great. And... Because there's like, I never realized like how in depth the comic history was on GI Joe. And as a kid, I would get them here and there, but I didn't really like the comics because they were very different from the TV show. And the TV show was what I knew and why I liked GI Joe. So like, I'd get these comics and I'd be like, ugh, why did I even get this? And now as an adult and being able to go back and uh, being able to appreciate the storytelling a lot more now than I was able to as a child. I've really enjoyed those and all the different avenues that they take uh, the stories and the characters in the comic books. So I've I still have a ways to go, but I've been buying the uh, they're called like G.I. Joe Classics. And they have all like I think it's like 20 volumes in whole. I get them on Amazon delivered to my Kindle app. And I've been reading a bunch of those and I've had a good time doing that. So that would be where my like favorite books have been. Well, uh, maybe we'll try to read a book together this year, something like, Joe. We'll find uh, oh, a, something. Oh, Akar Jomez Book Club.
1: Yeah, why I, not? I'll tell
0: you what. You know, something I want to do. Someone uh, brought it up to me at one point where <coughs> I would do, like, a reading of a romance novel. <laughs> I love it. So, I, I think that's something I'm going to do on Twitch at some point where... I'll, like, log on to Twitch maybe once a week and, like, pick a romance novel and read, like, two chapters out of it each week.
1: Love it. <laughs> oh. Um. <clears throat> Music, Joe. I know you're not a... Uh... When it comes to new music, I know, you know. Oh, zero. You know, you know. But, like, even, like, do you listen to, like, a, a band you love if they have a new album? Or are you at least
0: listening to that? I real like, I listen to Taylor Swift when I know she puts out something. Yeah. Um. But that's about it. Uh, like, like, I know Green Olivia Day, Rodrigo was a big deal. Oh, I'm like, not listening to no fucking Green Day at this point.
1: Okay. So you don't listen to anything new they do. Okay. I got gotcha.
0: you. No. I understand. Uh, I, I listen to Olivia Rodrigo I she like, was I love that Good For You song Yes, that's a great uh, song, definitely But other than that, like I'm strictly like podcast guy Like whenever I'm in the car or Whenever I have my headphones in So not a lot of music going through these years anymore That's
1: sad to hear uh, My number one album I mean, if uh, I talk about it all the time Ice Nine Kills put out their sequel to their horror album Silver Screen, Welcome to Horrorwood That would be been um, my number one It's the best. Uh, If I had to pick a rap album real fast, I'd pick Conway the Machine, La Machina. That's uh, some good, just old school, just spitting bars. Nothing crazy. And uh, definitely Olivia Rodrigo uh, killed it this year. Taylor Swift, The Red Album. Come on. All Too Well, 10-Minute Version. Taylor's version. Like, come on. (laughs) Yes, Taylor's version. Taylor's version. Um Yeah, so music, I, this year, I felt, I listened to a lot of old music I went back a lot, I was, uh, I went, I reformed into the new metal kid here You know, I started listening to more like, I was like, oh, I just, I haven't listened to Mudvayne in a while So I just, it was Mudvayne, Slipknot, shit like that So my new music was, was down a little bit this year, I feel I was going back into the comfort food, Joe, you know
0: well, that's that's for me too. Is like whenever you know now, especially with training for this upcoming half marathon. How's uh, that going? You know what? Uh, better than I expected. Um, Love to hear it. We still got a, a long ways to go, but you know I'm I'm putting in the work, and it is what it is. But when I'm doing my cardio, I don't like podcasts as I'm doing cardio. I get that. Um, so I do listen to music, but I I default. To my liked songs playlist on Spotify
1: Oh gosh, yes yeah, So, so
0: I, I think the newest song on there is probably from like, I don't know, 2001 Oh my gosh, <laughs> that's crazy
1: uh... <laughs> right, I'm, I'm going to get you to listen to some, some music this year, Joe Not crazy There's maybe a couple bands you might be into, you know Expand them horizons for when you're working out
0: Oh yeah, can't wait
1: so is that, is that what you're going to listen to when you're doing your marathon itself? Like, you're going to just play that playlist again, you think? Uh,
0: yeah, I'm just going to put on the best of Nelson. And uh, <laughs> I can't live without your love and affection. I can't sleep another night on my own.
1: Oh, my God. I love it. Uh, <laughs> TV shows, Joe. We watch
0: a lot of TV shows. Can I tell you something? This was fucking hard. TV shows was very hard, bro. It's fucking hard because whenever you like, you try to do like a Google search or do the research to like look at like what TV shows were hot, what TV shows were the highest rated or whatever. But because so much of episodic TV is on streaming networks now, like there is no ratings for those. They don't get included in like these articles. Everything is like, oh, there was some Queen Latifah show on CBS. Let me, who the fuck watches CBS? I know we've said this over and over again over the years. Nobody watches CBS. The Nobody watches CBS. Bro. Nobody watches CBS.
1: Bro, the equalizer, bro. Come on. Queen Latifah playing the Denzel role. She's like doing I'm that just kind like, of thing. What?
0: What? What is happening? So funny. <laughs> Were well, you able to narrow it down? I know Midnight Mass was a big deal. We spoke about it on this podcast. I wasn't really a fan. There was another show on Netflix that I watched called Clickbait. I completely forgot that was this year. That was with uh, (laughs) Adrian Granier from Entourage. Yes, that was only
1: a couple months ago, too, bro.
0: (laughs) And I I was like, oh, my God, I, I did watch this, and I completely forgot that this existed. Uh, obviously Cobra Kai snuck in right at the the deadline there and I had a great time with that the biggest show for me I mean this should go without saying people probably already forgot about it because of the way Netflix works Masters of the Universe Revelation you know I didn't even write that on my list bro and I love that show this year (laughs) that's so fucking funny Oh, wow. That's... When I really thought about it, I was like, holy shit, like that was this year. And the hype and the excitement and the anxiousness I had going into that where because I was excited for it and I was genuinely scared for like what was going to happen. I like I genuinely was terrified it was going to be Snoochie Boochie Skeletor New cheese. <laughs> like, I, I was genuinely terrified, terrified that this is what it could have become. And thankfully, I ended up having a very good time with it. Was it the best show I watched this year? I don't know. Probably not. But is it the one that meant the most to me? Yes, absolutely. Sure. Um, there was a lot of great stuff this
1: year. Ted Lasso was great this year. What we're doing, the shadows. Rick and Morty was great this season.
0: Oh, I completely forgot about <laughs> yes. that. Yes, we, it we loved it. We really loved this
1: season. We were worried about it, but we fucking loved it. Um I had a feeling you would forget about Rick and Morty that's so funny. You know Squid Game was this year, White Lotus, but uh top 3 I would do uh, Midnight Mass, Hawkeye and Chucky. The Chucky show on USA Sci-Fi was fantastic. I didn't know I needed a Chucky show. I didn't know I needed a show that contained backstory on Chucky and Charles Lee Ray, but I got it, and it's fantastic, bro. I Isn't that a love weird it.
0: thing? When you have a character like that, now you've basically grown up your entire life with knowing Chucky, right? Yes, that's my boy. Like, do you get nervous about when they say, oh, we're going to do a fucking origin story on, on Chucky? Like, do you go, oh, God. Like, is I... this going to be like one of those things where Wolverine was like this secret rich kid? and like they... <laughs> So the only reason I don't worry as much,
1: of course I'm like, oh, all right. But it's the same guy who's been doing it from the first movie to now. Chucky is his thing. No one has done Chucky but him. So I trust, you know, in him, I trust. So when they say we're going to do a Chucky thing, I'm like, all right, if you think this is how we need to go on, well, you don't want to do Chucky number eight or nine, whatever it is, you want to now do it in TV form, all right, let's go. And. It is, it's a continuation of the storylines from 1 through 7 or 8, I forget how many are right now, with uh, new characters and new stories going in, so it's been renewed for season 2, it was, the ratings were very good, the ratings were building every week, I saw articles on horror websites saying how, you know, if it did a, just picking a number, if it did 3.2, the next week it did 3.7 and then 3.9, like it was building, so that's great to hear. So I'm very excited and what is and this
0: on? This on FX you said?
1: This was on Sci-Fi and USA network. Uh I believe oh. the entire season is on uh YouTube. So if you go to YouTube, oh. check Chucky series. I believe all I think it's 8 episodes are available there and it's great. It's not it's not like because it's on USA or Sci-Fi Chucky didn't get to be Chucky. No. Chucky curses, he says, fuck you, bitch. Like, it's everything Chucky normally does, he does. The kills are graphic, they're great. It's awesome. Chucky was the best, bro. I love
0: Now, him. for someone like me, if I were to step into this Chucky show, would I need to have a working knowledge of the movies beforehand?
1: So, like, it would help, but it's its own. So, like, the first, I want to say, five episodes four episodes or just it's a new story chucky with nothing and then they slowly start bringing in backstory and old characters so i feel that they would do enough to make you understand what's going on similar
0: to cobra kai then where it's one of those things where if you know you know it helps it makes it more enjoyable for you but at the same time if you don't you can just sit there and enjoy the show as it happens There are two shows I wish I did get to watch uh, That Hulu show,
1: Only Murderers in the Building With Selena Gomez and Steve Martin and Martin Short That was supposed to be excellent I've heard people oh. talk about that And uh, this new show, this horror show That people are talking about, Yellow Jackets about Is some... that the
0: one with uh, Kevin Costner?
1: No, that's Yellowstone that's been A lot of yellow about... going on here that's been out for about three, four seasons. I've been hearing about that for a while. The guy who does that made a couple movies that uh, I'm a big fan of, but I just for some reason, I don't know. I've never started Yellowstone, but I hear it's great. So there's a lot of yeah, I TV hear a lot of good there. things
0: about that. Mm, yes, yeah, so isn't a lot it of good insane TV. to think about like how much quality television exists in this day and age? You yeah, know, when you think about even twenty years ago before we really had you know at the advent of digital cable where but we were still on like analog we had our 80 channels but cable tv was not where original programming existed it was you know syndication and you know for shows that sucked and were relegated to cable that couldn't get on the networks you know what i mean you didn't have like like no one openly sat there and said oh man can't wait for this week's episode of silk stockings but you know what? Maybe they were. Could you imagine? I, I'm sure there was, you know, someone had to watch it at some point, right? Like, stay tuned for this week's episode of Pacific Blue. But, you know, as as time has gone on, we've gotten all these fucking kick-ass television shows, you know, wh- whether it's Dexter, uh, Sopranos. I think Sopranos is really the one that kind of started that transition, cool, yeah. you know, where where they made you feel like, you know... Being on TV or being on a premium channel or cable t- or cable channel was like not the end of the world, and you could be very successful doing that. Breaking Bad, uh, Walking Dead—I mean, we've had so many examples.
1: I will not stand for the the shield erasure that goes on in history. The shield, shield that's was a the first. Point. The shield was the first holy fuck show on cable where they went bananas with cursing and adult themes, and people forget about it. And that show was the shit And I just have to let everyone remind people of that Because
0: goddamn, The Shield was good It really was And I want to say it was season 2 of The Shield That like the hype video uh, For the, like, the upcoming season at the time Was set to John Cena's Bad Bad Man From his <laughs> rap album <laughs> That was a good album bro And you don't mess with John Cena I'm a bad bad man With a mic in my hand, I'm a bad man. (laughs) Oh, man. I hope that's on Spotify. (laughs) Hey,
1: uh, actually, I think it is. So good. Okay.
0: (laughs) Oh, man. So, Joe, we watched a lot of movies together. Well, some more than others. I think you watched more this week than I might have the entire year, it sounds like. (laughs) Yes. Hey, I was home with the
1: sickness. What am I going to do? But, yes. I always watch a lot of movies. I haven't watched as many movies. Stay home. You are down with the (laughs) sickness. (laughs) So since uh, Shiloh's been born, obviously the movie watching hasn't been uh, as prolific. But as she's gotten older, she doesn't need as much attention. So I'm able to sneak off and watch, you know, half a movie here, half a movie there. So my numbers have improved and I'm, you know... 265. I'm I'm very happy with that number, bro. That's that's a good number. 102 of those were 2021 releases. So I watch a lot of new movies. I try to wow. focus on new movies. I believe what do I have the number. I believe uh 70 something were rewatches. So I try to watch new movies. I try not to rewatch stuff. But, you know, sometimes you do need to rewatch things. But uh what were your numbers, Joe? How many movies did you get to this year? <laughs> I believe about twenty-two. I love it. Oh, I remember one year you we watched a lot of movies, so we're gonna we're gonna see. I might this have year. hit like twenty-five that year. Woo! Watch out for this guy. Oh. So, were you able to formulate a, a list? Was this hard to make? Were you able to narrow down your choices?
0: I was. I was able to figure it out. I mean, Space Jam, a, a new legacy, was definitely you know a, you know it filled my heart i was definitely there for that but it did not make the list
1: oh we waited so long for that sequel
0: i cannot believe it <laughs> uh i i did a bottom 5 and a top 5 here so i let's let's start with my bottom 5 sure uh number 5 from the bottom so i'm going to work my way from up to the worst of the year sure Okay, number number five worst movie Matrix <coughs> Resurrection
1: Oh, poor Matrix, okay
0: <laughs> Number four Home Sweet Home Alone
1: Yeah, not so good
0: Number three, I forgot this movie was this year But I do the research, I'm the Raja of research The Many Saints of Newark
1: Yeah, that was, that was like October, yep
0: Number two, Ghostbusters Oh, afterlife.
1: wow, I think we all know What
0: number one is, folks <laughs> possibly the worst movie in the history of cinema, Snake Eyes, G.I. Joe Origins. <laughs> oh, I mean, I knew and that if, was coming. If there was a movie I wish I could forget, it would be that. <laughs>
1: oh, It's fun looking back at some of these movies because you totally forget... Some of these early movies That are like Oh wow That came out Like remember There was a Tom and Jerry Live action movie this year Do you remember Yeah there was (laughs) Why That came out It's like What (laughs) Oh man So I don't really have A worst of list I try not to watch Terrible movies But maybe the worst movie I saw I mean, you saw Ghostbusters. I did see Ghostbusters, but I think it was the the Glenn Danzig masterpiece Death Rider in the House of Vampires that I drove up to uh, Yonkers to watch with my friends, the Hairy Daddies. We got together to watch a movie, and boy, was it a piece of shit. Glenn Danzig, bro. this fucking guy. Um... Let's see. So, <laughs> yes, I should make you watch that movie, but I won't. No, because not, i love not, you.
0: Good, good. Uh, so,
1: because of the COVID, I didn't get to go run to the movies like I had planned. So I'm a little sad that I didn't get to see like um, I didn't get to see West Side Story. Because I have a feeling that might have cracked my top ten. You know, I love a good music. I have heard
0: a lot of good things, and about I hear that, great things about it. Yeah, like people saying it's better than the original. Like not even like ironically, like very you know, like super serious film people, like really putting it over big. And to be honest, like I just couldn't fucking care less about um. West Side Story. I had plans to go one day with my mom,
1: but she wasn't feeling good, so just things got backed up, and then everyone got sick, so I haven't had a chance, so I I definitely want to see that, and the new uh, Paul Thomas Anderson movie, Licorice Pizza, I did not get to see, I'm a big uh, fanboy for Mr. Anderson, and I love everything he's done, so I have a feeling I would have made it there, also I didn't get to see Dune, I was waiting to see it on IMAX, I have a feeling I would have loved Dune, I just have this feeling... I would have really been into that that weird shit.
0: It's a movie that I was interested in, but because I don't have... um, Like, I never read the book as a kid. I never saw the original movie, so I don't have any association with it. So I never felt like it was something I had to go seek out, and I just never got to it.
1: No, I get that. Real fast, before I get to my top five here, we'll do our top five. Uh quick movies Psycho Gorman Shang Chi The Last Duel Paper Tigers these movies just missed my top just missed my top 5 The Last Duel is one of the last movies I saw in my 2021 catch up I loved the shit out of it just some medieval shit with uh Matt Damon Ben Affleck Adam Driver good shit um so I saw a lot of movies. So my list was uh, it was a pain in the ass to narrow down, but I'm, I'm happy with it. You happy with your list? I'm happy with mine. I'm I'm pretty happy with mine. All right, let's go number five. What you got there, baby? My number five this year is Shang Chi. Love it. I just missed mine because I my number five is a a Chinese action movie. So I felt like uh, this one was a little better. So if it had to go on there, Shang Chi is still one of my favorite Marvel movies. Though I love this movie, uh, it just missed my list. I'm happy to hear it made your top five, bro. Happy to hear. I it. had
0: a good time with it. It, you know, it, I it lost a lot of, uh, the lo- ending. Lost a lot of the, the end. Act is yeah. You know, but still very good. And you know, I've said this before, but for a character that I know nothing about and don't care about going in, I mean, I care now. And yep. I had a really good time with it I had fun at the movies And that's what it's all about Is having a fun experience
1: Yes sir My number 5 is Raging Fire It's a Chinese action movie I think it's like the number 1 movie in China History, some shit like that Like one of these things It's one of these uh, cop dramas The the protege comes back as the villain One of those type things uh, mm. Just action pack It's got my homeboy Donnie Yen baby
0: I'm oh, yeah, with the that Force. is your guy. The
1: Force is with me, baby. You know, Rogue One, love him. So, uh, great movie. Number five, Raging
0: Fire. Number four, Joseph. Number four, big surprise for me. Big, big surprise because I expected nothing because since this is a sequel and I remember what how bad the first one was, this one, HBO, baby, Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad just missed my list, but it was a great time. I
1: loved it. I. Went from not giving a shit about Suicide Squad to caring about Suicide Squad. Can't wait for a sequel. Can't wait for Peacemaker in two weeks. Yeah, that's coming up soon. James Gunn, bro. He could do no wrong, right? We we love our James Gunn on the Car Joe Man's podcast.
0: Yes we do.
1: My number four, malignant oh baby.
0: This My was good.
1: F- it was good times. One of my... It's my favorite horror movie of the year. It took this silly thing. But, I mean, that action scene in The the Police... The police uh, headquarters is is
0: fucking... Like, that's one of the best action scenes of the fucking year, bro. And because it comes out of nowhere (laughs) to the point where... I mean, there were a lot of things I was trying to put together. I had a lot of uh, hypotheses going through my mind. That was definitely not one of them.
1: (laughs) It is a great time.
0: Loved it. Malignant. Uh, Number three. Number three for me is another sequel... For a movie that I hated the uh, first installment. Interesting. But this movie, I can't tell you how much fun I had in this theater. Like, pure, unadulterated enjoyment. Venom, let there be carnage. (laughs) Love it.
1: I love it. Oh, this warms my heart.
0: I love it, bro. Like, throughout that entire movie, I'm, like, either laughing at the interaction between Eddie and Venom or, like, I'm super into something Woody Harrelson is doing. The entire time I sat there, I was loving it. So, it had to be on my list.
1: Oh, my God. So good. My number three is The Green Knight. Uh, It's a movie about uh, this, this knight. He comes to this party. This dinner table, he says, Uh I will let you take this sword and you will give me one blow as yeah. and you <laughs> will strike me one time <laughs> with this weapon, but I get to then in one year time do what you did to me. So, you know, you stab me, I get to stab you back. So In a uh, year. In a year. One year I will come back and do the same to you. So this guy We should try something like that sometime This guy comes up He steps up And he chops the man's head off The Green Knight's head off And now we have a year wondering What is going to happen now <laughs> Is the Green the Knight ain't coming back? <laughs> we the, have uh, to year. <laughs>
0: You just get that one year Like the Spongebob thing Like one year later And it's just like The guy's sitting there Waiting for the, the corpse, Green Knight To come the back The corpse is just
1: Rotting on the floor there's just a bunch the of skeleton. Flies and shit <laughs> uh, so the Green Knight Roll credits. <coughs> I loved it uh, oh, It's a good time I'm really into medieval shit I love that kind of shit Knights and swords fighting Good time uh, that's my right, number three Number two
0: Joe Number two was uh, one of the movies I was most excited for coming into the year And it did not disappoint I think it's going to get lost Because it was uh, very early In the year But Godzilla versus Kong
1: So this is what we're going to do So our number ones and two Are going to be swapped here Because number two is Spider-Man which I'm sure okay. is your number one and then my I don't want to give that away yet one. And then my number one <laughs> Is Godzilla versus Kong These two were the most Anticipated movies of the year And for me I love Spider-Man No Way Home I love it Um, it's just, I don't want to give it that recency bias. I also want to rewatch it again without the hype of what's going to happen and just watch it unfold regularly. So I didn't want to give it my number one spot, but Godzilla vs Kong Joe, that was my shit. First movie I saw back from COVID when they reopened the theaters, I've seen it four times on HBO Max. (laughs) I love this fucking movie.
0: It is so good. It's great and I'm you've always as far, as long as I've known you, you've been a monster guy, a horror guy. Like so this is for you. I am most certainly not. Uh I haven't really liked either of the new Godzilla movies. They've been very meh, They've to been me. up and down. Yes. Uh, but I did enjoy uh, the Skull Island Kong yeah. movie. I thought it was yes, it I was. thought it was fun. I I mean it wasn't like one of the greatest things I ever no, saw, but I liked it time. enough where. Yeah, and I liked it enough to where it made me excited to see Godzilla versus Kong. And this, like, hey, what do you want to see in a Godzilla vs. Kong movie? You know what I want to see? A fucking this. giant lizard beating up a giant fucking monkey. And, and they said, you what know what? We're going to give it to you, but we're going to give it to you for two fucking hours. And you are going to love it. And you know something? You are fucking right. I did love it. It was everything I would have wanted. It, it was.
1: I just... I loved it I loved every minute of it It was Oh God I love it And you know what the best part is Joe Is that actually uh, It's not two hours That's what makes the movie great it's a little under two hours. I was going to say, credits, yeah, 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 With the credits, so it's like normally these movies are two and a half hours long. And not that there's anything wrong with two and a half hour movies, but not every movie needs to be two and a half hours. So this movie is a little under two hours. You take away the credits. So this movie is probably, what, like 100 minutes? It, that's perfect. A little over an hour and a half. Boom. Leave you Love wanting it. more. And that Love final it. fight is just awesome. So good That fight in the Tokyo City I have a shirt of it That's how much I love that fucking movie and that scene I love it Now I think that's
0: where you should go on your next vacation
1: (laughs) That's too far away Joe uh, What's the suspense now, Hill? I don't know What's gonna be your number one? I'll I'll hit a drum roll for you What's number one, Joe?
0: You hit the (laughs) the steel cage music (laughs) Okay
1: I will What's your number one, Joe? Here
0: we go. Listen, but the the I, <laughs> if if I if I hadn't seen the movie, it would still be number one <laughs> because this was the only time in my life where I went nuts to see a fucking trailer, Spider-Man: No Way Home. Look for all the talking, all the hypothesizing, all the theories, all the conspiracy theories that everyone came up with for months about what could happen in this movie. I still think it over delivered because even in the best case scenario, at no point did we expect to get as many of these Easter eggs, as many of the, as as many of these surprises, as many of these holy shit moments that we got. And I can honestly say that walking out of the theater that day. Was like the most I've never. I don't know if I've ever ha- had that feeling leaving a theater before, where I was like a combination of just so fucking excited, so fucking hyped, so fucking appreciative, so fucking satisfied and content with what I just paid for. It was one of the best movie experiences of my life. I
1: I agree, hundred percent. It's definitely something we're gonna we're gonna go back. We're going to remember Endgame, watching Endgame the first time. We're going to remember watching those Spider-Man's come out. It's just oof. God bless. Love it. My goodness. So there we go, Joe. Look at us having similar top 5s. Love to I was see really it.
0: surprised. I'm I'm surprised that we just had our top 2. I I figured Spider-Man would probably top yours too. I I should have known uh Godzilla Kong would have been there, but I for whatever reason I didn't consider that cuz I know you watch so many movies. That I figured it was going to be like some artsy fartsy thing Where like a fucking donkey turns into a fucking human And then well, uses the internet or something <laughs> And kills nine people I'm, I'm writing these notes down Hold on <laughs> You know <laughs> or Orders a sandwich from Jersey Mike's like An evil sandwich
1: Oh uh- <laughs> Well, I guess like Green Knight would be like that artsy kind of uh, of movie. And there. when
0: you said Green Knight, I thought that was going to be like some environmental thing where like Ew. they <laughs> they save the atmosphere and now the sky is green.
1: <laughs> oh, fuck no.
0: <laughs> but maybe we should write that. You know what movie I
1: almost <laughs> put on my list, bro? Lamb. Zach's, Zach, Lamb is good. Zack Snyder's Justice League, bro.
0: Well, I then no one would have taken
1: your list seriously. I
0: thought it was great,
1: and I did, it deserves a shout out.
0: He. Uh, put... This is why you're. This is why you're not known as the movie guy on this show.
1: <laughs> so good. Oh, I love it. When Exciter people Bros. listen to this
0: show, they say, <laughs> "You know what? I if I if I'm in the mood for movie reviews, I come to Joe because he is the maestro of movies. He is the pharaoh of films. He is the the the." Kernel of celluloid.
1: Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, there you go. Our top fives. These are our favorite things of the year, Joe. 2021. What a year. Good, good entertainment
0: wise. I mean, I you we know, got some good entertainment. I, I, and just on a personal level, I was in a fucking national beer commercial this year. Yes. How could
1: you not? Like, that's... Like, I get it. Like the year sucked, but nah,
0: bro, you were in a commercial. That's pretty fucking awesome. A, a nationally televised beer commercial. I was in it. You know, whether it was by mistake or not, I was still it. in
1: it. You were in it. And then they made a pin
0: <laughs> f- yes, out of that. and, and, and they like, made a pin out of it.
1: Like, come on. And then someone made you a toy.
0: Like, you had a good year, bro. You got to do some good stuff. And I say... Like when I say like the the top of my year was like really top heavy, like the good stuff was like really, really good. And a lot of it is, you know, just happens to be through the major stuff, like being able to be on those two FWF pay-per-views that we did. The PBR commercial, obviously having a pin being a trading card for their group, uh, the, getting to do the toy drive was so much fun, and you know, getting to meet all the all the fans and like do something nice and do yes. something good, it is you nice know, to and be then nice. being being able to drop off those toys at the end of the thing. <coughs> and you could go watch the vlog up on it's YouTube. A lot right of there. toys, bro. You know, when we're we're dropping off the toys at the end of the night and like we're see you know talking to the guy who's there who is like in charge of it. And he's like, you got, you know, he told us he's in, uh, I I think that's Nassau County. Uh, but because of what the majors do with their toy drive and, and how much they bring in, they uh, Toys for Tots also asks him to help support Brooklyn and Queens as well as Suffolk County huh. because he brings in more toys that's than crazy. either of those two locations. So. Like to hear those stories and know you're doing something good was like super cool. Uh Being able to, I wrestled. I was in yes. the Halloween Battle Royal. You wrestled like Michael Pro. Myers. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I took a big bump over the top rope and yeah, you know my did. first match in three years, and everyone was comparing me to Hulk Hogan and Ric Flair, which I mean is par for the course. This should be standard by now. And. I went to PowerCon Gomez. Yes, exactly. You finally
1: did your He Man convention. That's awesome. You had a great year. Come on. Good. I you know, it's
0: it's an interesting year because when I think about it, I didn't see people as much as I would have liked. Um, a lot like a lot of my life is spent doing things by myself. And like I miss like going to trivia nights at bars and stuff like that. Um You know, it's just the reality of the situation. But I like the moments I have gotten to have have been pretty fucking good. So 2021, I can't complain about you. And 2022, we're starting off with a sponsorship with Javi Coffee. Go to JaviCoffee.com and use code shoes for a discount at checkout. And also, as long as I make it another couple of months, and I'm so fucking worried about dying before this. And I can't talk about it quite yet. But it will be the coolest fucking thing that I could have ever imagined for my life. And I just need to get a couple more months down the road to see it through. And at that point, then it doesn't fucking matter anymore because I just live forever. Just like Chaz in Airheads. You just write that one fucking song and then nothing else matters because you live forever. And I'm just waiting for my song, Gomez. (laughs)
1: Love it. Yes. 2021. Mixed emotions, you think it's bad, but hey, some good stuff happened. I went to Minnesota, got to hang out in the Prince house, like, that's pretty awesome. Like, that's, I never thought I would You had the Juicy Lucy. I had a Juicy Lucy. Hey, even spending the weekend in the murder cottage. It was nice to get away with the wife and just relax. It was nice to to... make it out alive. (laughs) It was nice to make it out alive. I went to my first concert in almost two years, so, you know. I did some stuff. I had a barbecue at my house with my friends, invited all the daddies over. It was a good time. So, you know, 2021, good riddance, 2022, whoo, baby. That's our yeah, baby. This is it. We're doing it. I don't know about you, but I'm feeling 2022. God damn. You know, in 22 days, June 22, excuse me. That's, That's a little more than 22 days from now. <laughs> legal becomes uh gambling becomes legal in New York, Joseph. I just cannot wait.
0: Oh,
1: wow! It's already oh, so that means you can
0: start betting on sports on like uh FanDuel like Fan duel and shit. Yes, I do it
1: in Jersey whenever I go to Jersey or Pennsylvania. I place some bets for the week or some futures. Now,
0: oh, that's gonna be so fucking. Imagine me during Mets season
1: it's going to be so good just give me a call i'll put it in your bet baby 100, so
0: 162 days a year put it all on the mets
1: every day i wonder what would happen if we bet the mets every
0: day well, well on their going on their history you would lose a lot of money
1: it depends though cuz some of your wins might be more than your losses yes correct you'd be a, a underdog i would think a lot more than you'd be a favorite so, honestly, probably every day Hmm, maybe we're gonna do this, maybe an experiment. But a every day, a day ten dollars on the Mets. I was gonna say a dollar a day, so it's only a hundred something dollars for the year. But if you want to get crazy, sure. But uh, hmm, we're gonna check that out. Joe, there's J- uh what though?
0: I was gonna say that we do the money line or we we take the that runs. We have
1: to see. I, I was that's what I'm interested in. Maybe we will do a dollar on both. Then how about that? <laughs> $10 each. Okay, so $20 a day. <laughs> oh, man. 2022, not starting off on the best foot here, Joe. Uh, I know we don't really care about this movie, uh, Morbius, coming out, but it has been delayed a few months. So I wonder if that's going to be a thing that starts happening with some of the movies that we're looking forward to this year.
0: Now, wh- is there a reason for this? Or, like,. Or- is it just because of the COVID stuff, or is this like a New Mutant situation where I don't think that movie still has come out? I
1: believe this is a COVID thing because just COVID's a little crazy right now. Even though it comes out at the end of the month, I think they just want a little space. There's the problem, though. Scream comes out in a week or two. It comes out the 14th or something like that. So now everyone's getting nervous in the horror world if uh, Scream is going to also push Get, back. because yeah. Because why take that chance? Why take the chance of putting out a movie that no
0: one's going to see when you know people are going to go see your movie? Now, here's the thing, too, that I'm just thinking about. We saw this huge uptick for people showing up to see Spider-Man. Do you think that maybe, like, they're good now? Because like I said, with my experience at Spider-Man, it was quite obvious there was a significant amount of people who hadn't been out in public in a long time. Do you think those people are like, you know what? I'll go back and just watch it on Netflix when it comes.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, I'm looking at this uh, this list here of of the movies, like the big IP movies this year. And I mean, there's not we ain't going to the movies until March for Batman, and then we'll see Sonic in April, and then we we ain't going back till like May June. Like, there's not a lot of movies coming out this year that I think. Are gonna be bringing the butts into seats. I think they think they got these movies, but I mean, is the third Jurassic World movie is that is that bringing in the butts? Like I don't know. Uh, probably,
0: Those... maybe, uh, just for the spectacle of it. But I mean, part two was fucking bad. Is Top Gun Maverick bringing people in? Are they running to the theaters? That theater didn't come out yet. That? That's still being no.
1: That keeps <laughs> getting pushed back. It was supposed to come out Christmas, and then it got pushed back now to May. Is that is that bringing? butts out like i get Uh, batman that's batman will get people out sonic might get people out do you think uh one of those harry potter movies one of those uh Uh, fantastic beasts fantastic beasts that the third one comes out this year you think that's gonna get people out honestly no because the second one was so bad right so like i i don't know movie's gonna be interesting this year like obviously the marvel movies we've got doctor strange Four but like I don't think Morbius to is out. gonna do that good either because I'm nah, looking but at it. that's going... not. That's not. Yeah, that don't count though. That's not. Oh, but that's yeah. Sony, right? That's the Sony one. Yeah. Yeah. For for Marvel, Marvel, we got Doctor Strange. We got a Thor. What movie. sucks is that
0: we still gotta watch that fucking trailer when we go to the. That's movies. what I'm so angry
1: about. I was. I. That's my biggest problem. I'm not looking forward to it, so I'm all I'm upset about. No, I'm looking forward to not seeing that fucking trailer. Holy shit. But I guess we don't have to worry because we ain't going to the movies anytime soon, right? So
0: we ain't going to see I'll probably it. go this week, see Spider-Man. Ooh. I'm
1: wondering. I might take my mom, depending on how we feel, by the end of the week. Because I still need to see it again. I need to, Joe. Come on.
0: Let's no, am go I'm, together. <laughs> I still only gone the one time, and I really do. Like, I'm jonesing for another viewing of it. You know, now that I've calmed down, I feel like. Now I can go in. It's going to be a little less crowded. You know, I'm not going to be as surprised with the um, the pops and the, the hidden stuff. So, you know, really just go be able to enjoy a nice little Spider-Man movie. You know, me, a boy from Queens. Basically, maybe I am Spider-Man. I've never seen us together at the same time. So maybe I just watch my own biopic.
1: You know what movie is supposed to finally come out this year, Joe? I believe it when it happens. Avatar 2. It's happening this year apparently.
0: That's not that'll never
1: happen. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. December. We'll find that out. That fucking movie. Could you imagine? Oh, that is just I wonder what's gonna happen. I wanna see what happens with a sequel. How much money is Avatar 2? The you know number two three highest grossing movie of all time whatever
0: nonsense. I mean what we're talking about that? almost fifteen years probably. I think it's ten a, years. I think it's like it's got to be over ten. No, got to be longer than that. No, come on. Let's see, old man looking something up real fast. Got to be oh, oh eight maybe oh seven. Maybe Christmas oh, 07 Yes oh, 09, oh, nine. Oh, nine? No, I don't believe that. That's what it says. I looked it up. Fake news. (laughs) Well, either way, it's over. You believe everything you read on the internet?
1: (laughs) Uh, So it's been 10 years. But even that, that's
0: 12 years. Well, 13 years this year.
1: Yeah. And I just. It's a movie that is one of the biggest movies of all time that has no cultural impact. There's no Avatar shirts. There's no
0: nothing like... There is an like... Avatar land at Animal Kingdom in Disney World. I
1: know that they're trying to make that a thing. Is that like a... Uh, it exists. It's there. Is it, is there. it fun? Yeah.
0: Is it fun? I don't know. I've never been. I couldn't like, care less about uh, fucking Pandora. So I need you to go one time and I'm, tell you know me how about how it is? I do that? I will do that. I'll, I will... Uh, check my schedule. I will call my, my Disney friend and see if she can make some time to take me to the animal kingdom.
1: That way, because I want to like, know. Let me know, are people wearing their shirts? Are people wearing fucking blue face paint? Like, what are we doing no, over there? No one's
0: doing that.
1: You They're never probably know. Just,
0: Maybe it's just another world that we just don't I know, know we're about. We're just fucking swinging on uh, <laughs> vines and shit made out of our hair.
1: Oh man, Joe, I think we gave him enough show this week.
0: <laughs> yeah, so let's take it home.
1: Yeah, we're leaving. We did fourteen hundred uh, countdowns today. Hit him with them plugs. Oh no, big finish. You want to do a big finish? We did so. We did countdowns out the wazoo this week.
0: I'll be. Mean, but I'm... if we don't do a big finish, what kind of finish are we doing?
1: <laughs> All right, I'm hitting the music. It is now time for the big finish.
0: All right, Joseph, you ready? Yeah, Gomez, I got it for you because you don't want to do it, so now I do it.
1: Oh, okay. I had one. All right. You go. Top. Oh. oh,
0: no, you go. Gomez, got it. today's big finish top three flavors of Pringles. Oh, and here shit. we go.
1: Wow, you say this as I have right here. I have um, two new flavors I tried parmesan garlic and Onion ring fried onion ring. They were both. okay. wait, really? Yes. I Found them. I I want to
0: try those. I I gotta do videos on
1: those I'll take a picture show you what the can looks like and let you know yeah, they were okay They were good not great, but maybe you like it better. Who knows? Uh, So Pringle flavors I mean, uh, I guess uh, the uh, um, onion, right? The the green one. What is that one? The onion one and uh, uh, salt. I'm a salt and vinegar. Are you a salt and vinegar? I love a salt and vinegar
0: chip. Salt and vinegar, I think, is okay. I've always been a big fan of the ranch. I, for whatever reason, I've always loved the ranch flavor. Ched is good. I do like a ched. I'm trying to think, yeah. My mm. second is going to be a uh, loaded baked potato. Oh, that's a good one. And then my third. I'm going to go with pizza crisp flavor. Oh, you got some good flavors. Look at that.
1: I'm I the Pharaoh of flavors. I got boring flavors. I'm like, "Oh, I like the salt and vinegar. I like pepper. Oh, yeah. I like original. <laughs> like. I, I like bo- barbecue. You guys like barbecue?" <laughs> <laughs> I like the ketchup! I like the- <laughs> come on, man. <laughs> uh, there's a jalapeno one with, like, the, the ruffles. Like, the with the waves, or whatever it's called. Wavy. I like that one. That one's good. Mmm, Pringles. I just love Pringles. I'm a big fan of regular Pringles, because I just love- I just love the shape. I love the kind of potato crisp. Is that what they're called? Crisp? They're not called chips? Is that right? Well, they're, uh... Pringles. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I they're... Yes, they're Pringles. <laughs>
0: oh, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> what else would you call it?
1: Well, you know, like a Dorito is still a potato chip, right? It's still a chip.
0: It's not it's a potato a... chip. It's <laughs>
1: it's a chip, A Dorito's though. not a potato chip. It's well, a tortilla you go, chip. You go chip. I'm sorry. Yeah, you go, oh, bring the chips over here. You say... Yeah. Bring the but I wouldn't call crisp. it a potato chip But I'm, Yes, no, I said potato by mistake No, but I,
0: a, a Pringle is a Pringle Sure I, Let me see what it says here on the Like a hot dog is not a sandwich No, it's not we A don't, hot dog's I, a hot dog It is, a hot dog is a hot dog
1: A sandwich is a sandwich Correct <laughs> Yeah, see Like potato like crisp. soup is
0: not a cereal
1: No, it's not <laughs> We don't play these games here Sorry bro Yeah so yeah It says potato crisp That's what a Pringle is A crisp Not a chip it's A crisp
0: Yeah I, I suppose Because when you know You could get the legs There used to be those old um, Keebler used to make A chip called potato skins And they were like Supposed to be You know Like, yes. like a potato skin But I bet and you that's similar don't even, You don't think that's that similar to, In that, texture and shit to a Pringle, I think that is kind of the mo- most similar thing we're gonna yeah. get. Yeah.
1: So I think that's why. Cause I think, cause remember, you can also get like those Lakes Lay's Stackers or whatever the fuck they call them.
0: Yeah, those were trying to replicate yes. the success of Pringles,
1: and they got yes. some fucking balls. So that's why you know you need to have like, oh no, it's not a Pringle, it's a potato crisp. <laughs> you know? Well, that's, that's the thing how... too.
0: Like, like you ever you remember combos? Those still yeah. exist.
1: I still eat but them. Like,
0: co- co- combos. They're fine When I was a kid I used I felt like I used to eat them All the time All the time Very very rarely Very rare But like You know Combos was like I feel like The first thing To really experiment With like Weird fucking flavors I agree with that Yes There was always Cool fillings Yep Mm Mm-hmm. Like they were the first one to do like pizza flavor, you know what I mean? And yep, like that pizza. was like holy that was shit. Wild. I would I that was would a put big my deal. dick in this. Like that was a big deal. Oh my god, pizza. That's so funny. <laughs> you know, but oh. now like all the chip companies have like taken that and run with it and made it bigger than combos could ever fucking wish to be.
1: <laughs> fucking combos. I love me some combos. Oh, all right, Joe. Ugh. Now I think so, yeah, we've done it. Now enough we're show. done.
0: Okay. A hell of a show. Way to start the year. Remember to follow us on all the social media at Car Jomez, Facebook.com slash Car Jomez. I know what you people need, and that's why I've teamed up with Javi Coffee to get you guys a discount. Try it out. It's microdose coffee. Very easy to make. Check out my video on YouTube.com slash Joe Shoes. Go to javicoffee.com. Use code shoes at checkout for a discount. Follow me on all of the social medias at the Joe Shoes, the Gomez One Five Four Instagram and Twitter. And we will be back next week with another brand new edition of your favorite podcast. So remember to subscribe. Remember to leave us a five star review. And for those of you who listen on Spotify, yes, you, can you can now do that. Do now. that. Yes. That is a new thing, so please go on Spotify, leave us five stars. All of that helps, and it's a nice, easy, and free way to help support your your favorite show.
1: Yes, we'll be back next week with, uh, who the fuck knows? Some Cobra Kai, Bubba Fett, who knows? Just bullshitting, the usual We're shit. We're just
0: bullshitting the it. regular pop culture fuckery. That's it, baby. Until next week. Peace. We got warrants.
1: Peace. Happy New Year. One, two, one, two. Three.